Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier in Colorado Springs at Rocky Mountain Calvary. Hope that you're having a great Friday afternoon. Thanks for listening. Thankfully, Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us, and also he is our Savior. As we look at the manger, the manger points to the cross, Christ's mission to die for our sins and rise again. So remember that you're loved by the Lord and he is with you today, this afternoon, as you're driving down the road or at work or finishing up your day. The number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. You can also send a text, 720-336-0897. Again, those numbers uh, to call in with your question is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. You can also send a text, 720-336-0897. I know that Christmas time can bring about a lot of pain uh, in people's lives, and God promises to be our comforter, that he's the God of all comfort and the Father of mercy. So if you need prayer uh, this afternoon, it'd be a privilege to pray with you, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Let's go to our phone lines to Shane in Colorado Springs. Shane, welcome to the program. Hey, Eric. How you doing, sir? Good. How are you doing this afternoon? Oh, doing all right. Um, I had a prayer request for you and all the listeners. Uh, my wife was supposed to be doing a party with uh, one of her friends at the, our kids' school, and she found out when she got there that that mom um, actually started having seizures this morning, and so the husband took her into the hospital, and they put her into a medical-induced coma. And okay. so we were wondering if we could just get some prayers for her. She just had a baby about a year ago, and it's just mm. two twins that are in uh, third grade right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, let's pray together. Father, uh, we lift up to you the, the family friend of Shane's that had this uh, seizure and is now in this medical-induced coma. And where we know that nothing is impossible for you. And so we pray for complete healing for her. Uh, she's a, a mom of uh, some twins and uh, a young baby, Lord, that uh, you would just raise her up to complete health and there would be no permanent damage, that you give the doctors wisdom. And we submit this all to your will. And if it's your will, God, we pray for healing, pray for comfort, Lord, for the family, for her husband, for her children and her friends. So we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, sir. You have a blessed evening, and see you this weekend. Okay, thanks, Shane. God bless you. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. We do have all of our lines open, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, a great way to be part of the program is to send me a text, 720-336-0897. If you have a text, uh, then that will come right to me. If you send me a text, that will come uh, right to me. 
We'd like to invite you to our Christmas Eve services. If you are in the Colorado Springs area, noon to four and six here at the Central Campus, and then also at our Ellicott Campus at four and six uh, out east. And just encourage you to uh, worship the Lord uh, this weekend as we celebrate Christmas, but also to reach out, to reach out to, to those around you, to share Christ with them, to invite them uh, to church with you. Again, you're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. All of the lines are open, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. You can also send a text, 720-336-0897. If you've got a question about the Word, maybe something you've been reading in the Scriptures, or a teaching that you've heard, would love to get into God's Word together, or if you have a prayer request, something on your heart where you need prayer, Love being able to talk about real things, things that are on your heart, things that you're going through. 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. You can also send a text 720-336-0897. Also want to let everybody know uh, that next week as we do celebrate uh, Christmas that it will be a pre-recorded uh, Calvary Lives. And, and so we will be uh, airing shows that are probably new, new to you, maybe shows that you didn't catch throughout the year, uh, but we won't be here to take your phone calls uh, live. But this afternoon, we are live in studio. We do have all of our lines open, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Paul, is, he was describing Christ at the end of the book of 1 Corinthians. He says, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. And you would think that Paul would say, thanks be to God for his indescribable gifts, plural, because God gives us multiple gifts, but he's focused in on the greatest gift, and that's Jesus Christ. And, and the gift of Jesus Christ really is indescribable, that God would give his only son to come and die upon the cross and rise again for our sins so that we could be saved and be uh, the children of God. Again, you're listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier, live in studio. All of our lines are open, 303-690-3000. You can also send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Deborah in Lakewood. Deborah, welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, Pastor. I've been on this, on this radio show before. Um, um, yes, um, my cousin, he committed suicide at the end of last month, and he was only 34. And it took a toll on my auntie. I mean, a really bad toll. Mm -hmm. She had nine yeah. kids. And so I was reading in the Bible, Luke, but I was reading the part when when he was saying that God has all the vengeance, and it's up mm -hmm. to God to make the decisions of our lives, you know, when we die or or whatever like that. But I was wondering, do you go to heaven, or what happens if you commit suicide? Yeah, that's a, a good question. Um, and the scripture uh, tells us that what the unpardonable sin is or the unforgivable sin is, and it's the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. 
And to blaspheme the Holy Spirit is to reject his work in our lives, and the work of the Holy Spirit is to lead us uh, to faith in uh, Jesus Christ. So I think what causes someone to go to hell uh, is the rejection of Jesus Christ as their Savior, not necessarily suicide. Uh, Now, having said that, uh, obviously suicide uh, is wrong in the eyes of God. You know, Mm -hmm. it's the murder of your own life, and and God would never want any to uh, take their own life. Um, But it's not suicide that keeps us from heaven. It's the rejection of Jesus Christ as our Savior. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, I understand it now. Now, Pastor, could you pray for me, please? Because I've been having a little hard time. I work at um, King Supra, and we have different managers like like running water. So okay. right now I'm just praying that everything be all right, you know, for me as far as mm-hmm. I work there. And I just want you to pray for me because yeah. I'm just having a little hard time right now. Yeah, I would love to. And it was your, your nephew that committed suicide, is that correct? Yes. yes. Okay. My I want to pray for your your cousin. Okay. Yes, first cousin. Yeah, I want to pray, pray for your aunt as well. So okay. let's pray. Thank you. Father, I thank you for Deborah and want to lift up her aunt to you and her aunt's going through, Lord, just the most difficult thing that a parent could go through, and that's the suicide of their child. And I pray that you would comfort uh, her aunt in a way that only you can uh, and all of the rest of her children, and that you, Jesus, would bring peace where there can be no peace apart uh, from you. And Lord, I uh, lift up Deborah and her work situation. Uh, and as they've been going through a lot of managers, that you'd bring stability. Uh, if it's your will, that you'd be a good, godly Christian manager to, to be their leader and that your hand would be upon her job and that you would continue to provide for her needs. And so, Lord, we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much, Pastor. And you have a beautiful holiday, you and your family. You too. God bless you, Deborah. Yes, sir. Thank you. Bye bye. You're listening to Calvary Live. The number to call is 303 690 3000. 303 690 3000. You know, this topic of suicide, I'm sure that there's some of you listening today that are, are maybe wrestling with uh, suicidal thoughts or you don't feel like that there's any hope uh, in your future. And I'd love to be able to talk with you, to pray with you. And if that's you today, uh, you know, give me a call right now, 303-690-3000, because in the Lord, there's hope. Uh, and Jesus came to heal our broken hearts, and he has a future and a hope for you. Uh, and I'd love to be able to have the opportunity to, to pray uh, with you. If you've got questions or prayer requests today, All of our lines are open, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. I've got a text message that has come in. It says, Bill and Cheyenne, thank you for your ministry. Merry Christmas. I was curious if, like love, the Greek language uses different words for pride. For example, self-pride, pride in Christ, pride in children. We are told to be prideful, but I'm not sure nowhere the, the Bible condemns being proud of Christ. Uh, would you be able to clarify that for me? I don't know about the Greek definitions of pride, but I do understand um, 
the heart of your question. When the Bible rebukes us for pride, uh, it's arrogance, it's independence of God, it's trusting in ourselves in tr- instead of trusting in God. But it's not speaking about not being thankful for God or, or thankful for who he is or boasting in who God is or thankful for the blessings that he's given us uh, and to be proud of our children in a positive sense. That's not what the scripture is talking about. When it talks about pride, it's talking about um, a willful independence of God. So thanks for sending me that text question, Bill, and pray that God uh, blesses you and blesses your Christmas. You're listening to Calvary Live, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Sarah in Broomfield. Sarah, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. Thank you for taking my call. I have a question for you that I'm hoping you can kind of help me navigate. And it may seem kind of silly, but... I get this question, people ask me all the time, so when did you become a believer? And I kind of don't know how to answer this because I was, like, as a child, I know that I confess I was Mm -hmm. baptized, but it wasn't until the past two years that, like, I've all of a sudden gone through this radical transformation where I'm a completely different person, I'm looking Mm -hmm. at the world with different lenses, and yeah. what's interesting is that I'm seeing my mother go through the same thing, where she was, okay. raised, you know, she raised a Southern Baptist, confessed Christ, and then all of a sudden, man, it's just like she is going through this huge radical transformation. And I don't know how to describe, like, describe this to people, because I don't want to say that I, like, was never a believer, but this is just totally different, what I'm going through. And yeah. it's amazing, and I'm very blessed, so praise God that I have... I've been blessed with the privilege to be able to do this, you know? Right, right. It is an interesting question, you know, and, and sometimes it's hard to pinpoint in our lives the the exact moment that, that we got saved. Um, I relate to what you're saying. Like, I received Christ as my Savior as a young child and, and made a confession of faith, but it really didn't become real to me until I was in high school. Uh, and that's when I definitely uh, connected with Christ, and Christ started really bearing fruit uh, in in my life. Um, you know, God knows the heart, and He knows the moment in time when we trusted our heart uh, for Him for salvation. And maybe even if we didn't see the fruit right away uh, in our lives, uh, He was faithful to that promise to fulfill that good work that He started in our lives. Um, so as I kind of look at it in my life, I do think I was saved as a young child, and then I think God was faithful to bring that to a greater level of maturity uh, uh, later on in my life, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah, it does, because it feels like a completely like rebirth, and it's incredible. So I just don't know what yeah. to tell people when they ask me, because it's like people that know me before know that I'm totally different now, and it's the same thing with my mom, mm-hmm. too. And it's yeah. like, she's, it's just like, I don't know, man, it's, it's a beautiful experience to go through. And, and I just wasn't mm-hmm. sure what to tell people, really. You know, yeah, I and think I think it's, it's like, when I was a little kid, you know, because I did confess. Yeah. But it just seems so different what's going on now. I think it's a great open door to be able to share uh, your testimony and God's story in your life, even uh, if you're talking with believers, because it encourages believers as well. And just go into it a little bit more detail with them. Like, I I did uh, believe in Christ as a young child and confess Him as Savior. 
but it really didn't become real to me till just a couple years ago and, and describe that uh, transformation uh, in your life. And I bet you'll be surprised. Uh, your story probably mirrors a lot more people's story than you would think. Okay, wonderful. Well, God bless you. Merry Christmas, and thank you yeah, for God your time. Yeah, God bless you, too. You're welcome. Have a great night. You too, sir. Bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. You can also send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Rachel in Fort Collins. Rachel, welcome to the program. Hi, thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, I have a prayer request. I am a baby Christian. I was baptized in 2014, and I am really growing in my faith, but Mm. I have just recently learned the power and importance of prayer. Mm. So I would like to ask for prayer. Um, Okay. I, I received the Lord after I was in a coma, for about a month. I was in a really terrible car accident, and I was in a coma for a month, and I had a stroke, so I couldn't move my my right side, and when I woke up, I could blink my left eye, and that was it. Wow. So I I came to the Lord through pretty dramatic circumstances, Mm -hmm. and right now I am, um, I have, I feel like God brought my fiancé into my life for very okay. specific reasons, and it's amazing. And at mm-hmm. the same time, he's not a Christian yet. And I feel called to minister to minister to him as best as I can. And if not, if I don't know the answer, if I don't know the answer to stuff, say, hey... This is where you can talk to someone else, you know, the elders of my church. Yeah. So that's great, but I would just appreciate um, your prayers and the prayers of your listeners for him to become Christian, to find faith. And his name is Doug, and he's literally the best thing that's ever happened to me. Okay. Well, yeah, Rachel, I'd love to to pray with you and praise God for what he's done in your life. So let's pray together for Doug. Father, we do just rejoice in you. Thank you for what you've done in Rachel's life to, Lord, bring her back to good health and, and to bring her to salvation. And what a beautiful thing, Lord, your work of salvation in our, our lives. Lord, we lift up Doug to you, and Lord, we pray that you would open up his eyes and his ears, and Lord, that blinder that's on him about Christ, that he would see you clearly, and that blinder would be removed, and that he would also, uh, Lord, experience uh, an emptiness apart from you and desire the living water that only you provide. And we pray even this Christmas, Lord, that you would work in his life uh, and that you would just uh, do a great work uh, in and through him. So we lift up Doug to you this afternoon in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. You bet. God bless you, Rachel. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. 
You're listening to Calvary Live. We do have all of our lines open. The number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. I've got some texts that have come in. I want to respond to those. It says, Hi, my son's friend died last Sunday after hitting a tree while skiing. My son has been bothered about his soul as his friend was Jewish. What can I tell my son to comfort him regarding his friend, and what do Jewish people believe about where they go after death? Um, man, I'm sure sorry uh, for your son's loss, and I had uh, two close friends pass away when I was uh, in high school, and that's definitely uh, very riveting. Um, you know, I think as far as uh, encouraging your son, uh, my encouragement would be uh, to have him go to the Lord for the peace that surpasses understanding. You know, a lot of times uh, we're looking for a peace that comes from understanding, but in Philippians 4, it says that God gives us uh, a peace that surpasses understanding as we uh, come to him that guards our hearts and our minds. Um, As far as, uh, you know, what uh, Jews believe about uh, the life after death and, and um, you know, that probably depends a lot on the Jew that you're uh, talking to. Um, but uh, ultimately, if they uh, don't know Christ as their Savior, you know, the Bible teaches that it's only Christ that, that saves. And so I want to lift up your son and pray for his comfort and pray for the family uh, that, that lost the, their son in the skiing accident. Father, we come before you, and Lord, the death is so hard and so difficult, and it it leaves us confused and asking questions. And Lord, I pray for her son that lost his friend in the skiing accident, uh, that you would comfort him and give him a peace that surpasses understanding to guard his his heart and mind. And we do pray for this family that, that lost uh, their son in the skiing accident, that you would comfort them and that you would bring them peace. So Lord, we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call is 303-690-3000. We do have all of our lines open. Another text question that has come in. If there has been infidelity in a marriage and the other spouse has forgiven that infidelity, but the marriage is still very bad, is it still okay uh, to leave? Uh, So... All right, this is um, a good question. Uh, Jesus tells us the only reason uh, for divorce is sexual immorality. And so that can be a reason for a biblical divorce. However, God makes his heart very clear that he does hate divorce because of the damage uh, that it does. When two people are one flesh, how do they become uh, un one flesh and divided into uh, two uh, people. And so I always encourage people to press into the Lord, uh, press into the body of Christ and good Christian counseling and see what God would do to try to resurrect the, the marriage. And so Father, I lift up this marriage and just pray, God, that you would bring life where there's death. You're the God of the impossible. Nothing is too hard for you. And just pray that you would give wisdom to this particular caller And we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's go to line two to an anonymous uh, caller. Uh, Welcome to our program. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you today? I'm doing great, thanks. 
my question was uh, just a real quick history. I've been uh, battling cancer for quite a while, and it got to the point where I did a trial drug that really messed me up pretty bad, and okay. I'm on a constant reg regimen of medication. Okay. And I'm a firm, firm uh, born again Christian. I know where mm. I'm going, uh, yeah. so I have no qualms uh, leaving this rock. My life is great, beautiful wife, mm. great kids, great grandkids. But mm. just the uh, the stress of overall day to day. You know, it's not a it's not a quality of life really anymore. It's more just a quantity yeah. mm -hmm. and. So if I don't take this medication every day, I just die off, you know. And okay. it's not, you know, like a struggle or anything like that. I just go to sleep and I don't wake up. And I've actually considered that a few times. And I, I was, you know, it's not my, it's not mine to choose. It's God's choice, and I understand mm -hmm. that. But mm -hmm. you know, with all, I've, I've tried chemo. I've tried radiation. I've tried experimental drug and just a little bit of everything, and nothing has worked. And it's like, well, am I really battling God's will right now by trying to stay on this rock? You know what I mean? And so if a person were to elect not to continue a medication, would that really be going against God's will? So let me tell you how uh, I, I see this. You know, I think that, um, you know, Doing something to to choose to end your life, like you know, shooting yourself with a gun, that type of thing, uh, is clearly suicide and not God's will or God's desire. Um, you know, to choose to stop taking uh, a medication that's prolonging your life uh, but uh, can't can't cure you, I think, is a decision uh, between you and the Lord and and your family. Um, you know, I don't. I personally don't see that as as being uh, suicide. Now, that's different than like assisted suicide, where I know I'm terminally ill, so I'm gonna go to the doctor's office, and, and then he's gonna prescribe something that's gonna kill me. You know, you know that to me falls in the same category of like you know uh, choosing to to end one's life, but. You know, you've kind of come to the end of the road of what the medical community can do. And if you have a piece about stopping the medication and your wife and your kids, you know, this is something I talk with people a lot as a pastor uh, where they do have cancer and the doctors have tried lots of different forms of chemo and they said, we can prolong your life, but there's no there's no cure here and then they make a decision whether to continue with with the chemo or not and i think that's uh wherever the lord gives you peace uh, as you wrestle through that decision right and, and as far as me you know i have this uh absolute peace you know of where i'm going and you know i don't know if it's considered being selfish to not want to hang around, you know, for everybody else, you know, or, you know, is it better for me just to say, hey, this is enough is enough type thing. You know what I mean? Right. And, and so, you know, I, I, don't, think... I don't want to do the selfish thing. I don't want to do anything that would uh, anger God any more than I probably have done in my past, you know, 
uh, like, yeah. like a lot of people. So yeah. Yeah, that was really my only question was, you know, if just stopping medical treatment was considered suicide or not. And I guess we really know what really is true until we get there in, in God's eyes, but uh, in the eyes of the church, I guess, which is as close as I can get right now. You know, I guess, too, one of the things that's really important um, in marriage is that we're a unity. You know, we're a we're a one flesh, and, and obviously this is going to really impact your wife as well. And, and to try to really make this decision together, uh, just like if you were buying a home or selling a car or getting a puppy, you know, because uh, your wife really needs to, to have peace in uh, whatever— uh, decision that you guys choose together, right? So. And then, and then, of course, you run into that dilemma. Uh, well, is it selfish on my family's part for them to want me to stick around, even though you know right. it's kind of not the greatest terms for me? Yeah, stay with me, okay? We're gonna head to a break, and I'd like to pray with you. So I'll be right back. Hang on. Okay, sure. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier at Rocky Mountain Calvary in Colorado Springs. Hope you're having a good Friday afternoon as you prepare for Christmas. Uh, Let's jump back to our caller that we were with. Are you still there? Hello, are you still there? Yes, sir, I am. Okay. Well, I want to pray for you uh, and and pray for your wife. And, you know, one thing I want to encourage you in, and I know you know this, is heaven's going to be awesome, you know. And it's not so much about uh, this life now, but it's about eternal life. And and so I want to pray for God's continued comfort and for you and your family. Okay, great. Lord, I thank you for my brother in Christ, and Lord, this is a heavy decision that he has to make uh, about continuing on this medication or choosing to end it, Lord, and we do thank you that you have numbered our days, and ultimately it's in your hands. We also thank you for eternal life and that you have prepared a place for us, and it's not about uh, this life, but about the next, and and Lord, I just pray for, for comfort for him, for his wife, for his kids, his grandkids, and that you would really bless their Christmas, that this would be a very memorable Christmas for them, and that you would pour out your Spirit upon them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. And I pray for everyone else also this uh, Christmas season uh, to keep Christ truly at the focal point uh, of this season not let everybody get wrapped up in all the other stuff because uh, just like your prayer, family is everything. So thank you yeah. very much, sir, and uh, have you a bet. blessed Christmas. You end all your life. You listeners. too. God bless you too. Good talking with you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live. The number to call is 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. You can also send a text, 720 720- Three three six zero eight nine seven. Let's go to Edgar and Greeley. Welcome to the program. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, I just had a 
quick question. Um, I've been going to this church, um, and I really like it. I mean, I felt the the Holy Spirit there, and um, I just feel so filled with the Holy Ghost. And um, my question is: Is it they've been telling me that I I got to stop watching TV um, and um, not be on the internet anymore, and that I should switch my uh, iPhone because I got a new iPhone, the newest one, and that I should switch it over for one of a the old school phone flip phones so i'm just i just want to know is this biblical or or and this isn't just for me this is obviously for all the members that are attending here so that's my question i just want to be right with god and if this is wrong i want to stop doing it but i want to i want something biblical teaching to go off yeah yeah so you know the the scripture gives us broad principles that were to dwell on whatever pure and truthful and noble, uh, but the Scripture doesn't tell us uh, to not have a smartphone or to not get online. Um, and so it's really how these tools are used. Uh, you know, a smartphone, the internet, TV, it can all be be used to glorify God or it can be uh, used to, to hinder our walk with the Lord. So I think the biblical answer isn't... Um, that uh, you can't do it, but it's what are you using your smartphone for? Uh, and so, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. And um, so, it's practically if I'm feeding off the TV or off internet, obviously bad things. Then yeah, I should stop. But if I'm using it to glorify God, then I should be. That's what I. That's what really I should be using the internet or watching things on TV to glorify God. But so it's not a biblical teaching then. Correct. Yeah, I I wouldn't say that that's a a, a biblical teaching. Uh, you know, before I would, you know, before you make any definite decisions, I would go to your pastor and clarify and make sure that you're understanding him correctly. But if the if what they're teaching is that um, it's against God's word to own a, a smartphone, then then that's not a biblical teaching. Because I'm. Um... I've been going there, and they said, um, I noticed that everybody does. Nobody there has a smartphone. I guess they all had to switch to a, the old kind of phone, but I just didn't really understand why. But I guess all they told me was like, oh, it's because uh, we're being distracted by even just watching something that's sinless, uh, giving time to that instead of giving time to the Lord in prayer or or reading the Word and just you know just things like that. Watching maybe a regular movie, which is two hours of my time, which they say I should be giving that time to the Lord instead of doing something like that. Yeah, I don't don't think that's a, a, a biblical teaching. I don't see that anywhere in Scripture. And, you know, you can use your phone to listen to a teaching. You can, I you know, read the Bible on my phone. Um, I, I can you can share God's word uh, through your phone through through social media and through through texting. Uh, you know, there's times where God provides rest for us, and if you're watching something uh, that uh, doesn't dishonor the Lord, uh, you know, the Lord is is pleased with providing rest for us. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I had I had one more question that just came to my mind. I don't know if I could ask it right away. Sure. Go ahead. Um. I uh, when I had talked to one of the members, they told me uh. Because I felt the Holy Spirit already in my life, and I feel it convicting me. But they told me they're like, "Oh, wait till you get the the Holy Spirit, and uh, then you'll know to leave all that stuff." But I mean, I already felt the Holy Spirit; I could feel Him in me. And um, I just want to ask, how do you know when you know the Holy Spirit has already came into your life and He's living yeah. in you? 
So what the scripture does teach about that is the moment that you receive Christ as your Savior, you became the temple of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is uh, inside of you. And so that has already take, taken place. And then we do see in the lives of the disciples that the Holy Spirit came upon them. They were baptized with the Holy Spirit. And the evidence of being baptized with the Spirit is a life that's filled with love, a life that's filled with uh, God's love. And we want to continually be asking to be filled uh, with the Holy Spirit. Um, but we've all received the Holy Spirit the moment that we were saved. And then the Holy Spirit comes upon us as we ask in faith that he would uh, fill us up for a life of love that glorifies the Lord. Oh, okay, okay. That makes perfect sense. Well, Thank you so much, man. You really cleared up a couple of things, and may God keep blessing this uh, Grace FM because it encourages a lot of people. I mean, it encourages me to keep walking in the Lord, and I mean, there's truth right here on the radio, and I'm really thankful with God for that, so thank you, guys. Yeah. So, Edgar, if you are looking for a healthy church in Greeley, uh, one of my good friends, uh, Pastors Calvary Chapel Greeley, uh, Jeff Figs, uh, in um, in Greeley there. So if you go visit him and uh, ask for Pastor Jeff uh, and tell him that, that Eric sent you. Okay. Well, thank you so much and God bless you, sir. God bless you too. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call is 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. Let's go to Clint on line three. Clint, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor. Uh, thank you, and, and uh, praise God for you, and praise God for this show. Um, it's awesome. But I just wanted to uh, comment and maybe get a give a testimony um, from the woman that called in earlier about how the Lord has, you know, recently been working in her life. And um, even though, you know, she's been saved all her life, well, um, what happened to me was... You know, I accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior long ago, and um, I, you know, uh, I thought that I knew what that meant. But, you know, until I came to, you know, true repentance, you know, to once I really, uh, you know, knew what it was when he went to the cross and died for my sins, and then I realized, you know, what I'd been all my life, you know, like so selfish mm -hmm. and, and these type of things. It was like my eyes were opened, and then, then it just it, everything changed for me. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. it's like it's like uh, um, everything that I knew uh, that I thought I knew before I didn't. You know, and then it's just like wow, you know. Yeah. Then then I. You know, I, I start feeling different. I started loving mm -hmm. more, and and it was it, it's just an awesome experience, an awesome feeling. And I'm kind of yeah. wondering, was I still saved before? You know, I mean, yeah. even yeah, even that's... though I went to the altar before yeah. a couple of times, you know, and accepted yeah. Jesus as my Savior, it's, it's different now. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah, it's a great, great question. It really is similar to, to Sarah's question. 
And, you know, the Lord knows your heart and when you did trust him for salvation. And it could have been that that you did in those times really trust Christ for salvation. And it just took some time for the the fruit to come in your life and for that transformation to to take place. But there's two things I think we can be certain of. Ultimately, the Lord only knows of the exact timing. And then the most important thing is praise God that you're saved, <laughs> you know? Praise so, God. yeah. Yeah. Now, now, well, you know, uh, like, I'm wondering, you know, family members and people that I love, um, I, I, I kind of get this feeling like I know something they don't, you know, like, uh, 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 you know, uh, they, they say they accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior, um, but it, it's kind of hard to see the fruit sometimes, you know, our, you know, can you just go to the altar and say, yeah, I accept you as my Savior and then be saved? You know, I mean, uh, you kind of understand yeah. my question? Yeah, yeah I, I do understand your question. You're really asking, you know, uh, where's the fruit, basically? And, and you know, we know that none of us are going to be perfect, uh, but when Christ has come into our lives, there is that, that change and that, that, that transformation. But I think really the answer to both of your questions is, you know, salvation is an issue of the heart, to believe in the heart and confess with the mouth that, that Jesus is Lord. And, and God knows the heart, and I think the individual knows the heart as well if they have trusted Christ for salvation. So, yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for calling, Kent. God bless you, and I hope you have a Merry Christmas. You as well. Thank you, Pastor. Yeah, you bet. Well, I wanted to let everybody know that uh, this afternoon's going to be my last afternoon of hosting Calvary Live. I've had a real uh, blessed journey in being able to host Calvary Lives on, on Friday when I've been uh, available. I think it's been about three years or so, three and a half uh, years. And as I've been praying about the new year in uh, 2019, just really felt uh, the Lord putting on my heart for me to reevaluate my commitments and and being a bit uh, overcommitted and and really uh, focusing on the flock here at uh, Rocky Mountain Calvary uh, in Colorado Springs and uh, preparing the word and having time to uh, minister to the flock and develop uh, future leaders. So I may fill in from time to time, but uh, Pastor Jeff Figs is going to start uh, doing uh, Fridays. Uh, he already uh, is on, I believe, on Tuesdays, and so he's going to was gracious enough to do uh, Tuesdays and Fridays. So it's been a, a real joy. Uh, to be able to be on Calvary Live with you guys. And thank you guys for listening and all of the questions that uh, you have sent in and prayer uh, requests. And I know God's going to continue to use uh, Calvary Live in uh, the future. We had uh, a family call in uh, where they had a family member uh, uh, murdered and they uh, wanted prayer uh, for the the family. Uh, And so let's go ahead and lift them up uh, to the Lord in prayer. Father, thank you uh, so much uh, for the fact that you can bring comfort in even the most tragic of circumstances and that there is no trial that's greater than your comfort and that of your peace. And so, Lord, we do ask for your comfort and your peace for this family that just had a family member murdered. Uh, We pray uh, for whoever did this, God, that they would be caught and come to justice and come to repentance. Lord, and that you would just put your hedge of protection around this family as they mourn and they grieve and they walk through this pain. So, Lord, we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 
You're listening to Calvary Live. The number to call is 303-690-3000. We do have two lines open. Also, you can send me a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Stephen in Marlington, New Jersey. Stephen, welcome to the program. Hey, how you doing? I'm sorry you're leaving. Hey, that's okay. Appreciate Um, it, though. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I got a question about unclean spirits attacking you when you start walking with God. Okay. Uh, literally, I've seen, I've seen things, and I was just wondering if that usually happened, or do, is that a good sign that that happens because they want your soul back? Devils and yes. demons and stuff. Yeah. So we do know that there is a spiritual battle, and that we are uh, attacked by by Satan and demons, and when a person does uh, decide to. Uh, walk with Christ, we do ex- experience that spiritual uh, attack. So it is a good sign because it does point that you're headed into the right direction. If if there's no resistance, uh, we've got to ask, you know, how hard am I following Christ? And then a good place to go in Scripture is Ephesians chapter 6, because there Paul teaches us how to be able to fight this spiritual battle through the armor of God. And then also in the book of James, it says, if we submit to God and resist the enemy, that he will uh, flee from us. And and so, in answer to your question, yeah, we are attacked uh, uh, spiritually. It is a sign that we're pressing into the Lord, and that's our time to stand our ground uh, through the armor of God, which he's provided. Okay, and then my other question is, I see a lot of numbers. Like yesterday, I seen 111-222-333-444 and 555, all in that order just yesterday. And I see them all the time now. I've been seeing them for five years since I've been walking with God, and I was wondering if you ever heard of that before. You know, I think that the numbers are uh, just a coincidence, you know, that it's not necessarily uh, indicative of uh, one thing or another, um, you know, and so those are, those are probably just coincidences that you happen to see those numbers and those sequences. It never happened to me in my life until I start walking with God. Yeah, it's something to pray about and consider if God's trying to give you a message you know, always we just want to keep the Scripture as the forefront of the message that God has communicated to us. You know, um, sometimes I've known people that uh, see numbers on license plates and they go, God's speaking this to me, and they make that a greater priority than what's written in God's Word. Well, Stephen, thanks for calling. God bless you. I hope you have a great afternoon. You're listening to Calvary Live. The number to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. We do have all of our lines open. Have some text questions that have come in, so I want to take a, a few of those. It says, please pray for God's word to triumph over these emotions of fear and intrusive thoughts. Uh, absolutely. And the verse that comes to mind is that we're kept in perfect peace as our minds are, are stayed upon the Lord, are stayed upon Christ. Father, I thank you for this listener that's uh, reaching out through text and as they're feeling overwhelmed by their emotions and the emotions of fear, Lord, we pray that you would put a hedge of protection around their mind, uh, that they would be clothed with the helmet of salvation and the breastplate of righteousness. 
and the shield of faith, and Lord, that you would allow their their thoughts and and to come into line with who you are. So, Lord, just protect their emotions and meet them in a special way in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Another text question that's come in says, "What are your thoughts on people?" Uh, saying you should say Happy Holidays instead of Merry Christmas due to uh, offending others is, uh, you know, this is really how God would lead you. Um, you know, I think each of us have to decide uh, how God is wanting us to to reach out uh, to others. But if we're afraid of offending people, um, you know, if, if saying Merry Christmas is we don't do it just because we're afraid of uh, offending people, I think saying Merry Christmas is a good opportunity to build a bridge uh, to be able to share Christ. I know I'm always encouraged when I'm out shopping and someone says uh, Merry Christmas instead of a Happy Holiday. So thanks for sending in uh, that text question as well. Let's go to Mandy in Castle Rock. Uh, Mandy, welcome to the program. Hi, how you doing? Good, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Hey, I was just calling to see if I could get some advice about my sister. Um, She's 18 years old, and ever since she graduated from high school, she's been involved in Wicca. So she reads tarot cards. She... um, has a Ouija board, she makes potions, and she's got, you know, like, mineral rocks and all sorts of stuff, and I just wanted mm-hmm. some advice on, you know, how to steer her from that. Yeah. Does she um, claim to be a believer? Does she know Christ as her Savior? She doesn't. She thinks okay. that um, she's not, like, the religious version of Wicca. She believes in the Earth's energy and stuff like that. But she okay. doesn't think that there's a God, which is interesting, because she believes that she's being followed by a demon. So every time she's used a Ouija board, someone has been in contact with her specifically. So she almost okay. believes in the hell card, but not the heaven. Okay. You know, my mind goes to First John 5. Um, it says, uh, or First John 1, verse 5 uh, through seven, it says, "This is the message which we've heard from him and declared to you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. For if we walk in the light as he's in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, cleanses us from all of our sin. And even though that she's not a believer, to try talking with her about this reality of light and darkness, um, and that the Bible does teach that there's a real darkness, and, and that there is a, a Satan and a devil, and he wants to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus is light, and his life brings us to abundant life. And and so um, kind of encouraging her that Jesus is light, and he, and Jesus is the one that's going to set her free of darkness and all these things that she's dabbling with in, in, in uh, uh, this Wicca and uh, satanic things is, is dangerous. It's darkness. It's going to lead to more bondage into, into her life. Um, and she's also in a great spiritual battle, you know, so uh, really praying for her, getting others to pray for her, fasting and praying for her. Um, but I would try to share with her this concept of light and darkness. Okay. Yeah, I, I go into her room and I'll pray, I'll like pray over her room when she's not there. And I, I even stuck an open Bible underneath her bed that I don't think she knows about yet. Just, you know, yeah. hoping that would, that would help somewhat. I've heard... You know, people talk about using oil and stuff like that, but I didn't know um, how much root that actually had in the Bible. 
Yeah, we do see in James chapter 5 that if you're sick, um, um, to go to the elders of the church and to ask them to anoint you with oil. Uh, but that's really a believer um, asking for prayer and, and believing in the power of prayer and, and the symbolism of the oil in the Holy Spirit. Uh, so I think that the oil is more uh, written to believers that um, are understanding, I'm crying out for the Lord to to touch me uh, uh, with healing. Um, and, and so I think that's kind of more of the context of anointing with oil. All right. Well, that's a good starting point. I appreciate it. Well, let me pray with you and, and lift up your sister uh, to sure, the Lord. Thank you. So, Lord, I thank you for Maddie and her heart for her 18-year-old sister. And uh, Lord, you know just the deception that's gotten her uh, into this Wicca and this satanic activity. And, and Lord, we uh, just pray that you would bring her sister out of it, that she would come to know you and believe and see that you are God, that you created her, and that she would come out of darkness into your marvelous light. So we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Sorry you're leaving the show. Oh, uh, well, thanks for listening. God bless yeah, you. Of course. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Let's go to an anonymous caller on line one. Uh, welcome to the program. Are you there on line one, anonymous caller? All right. Looks like we lost that call. Let's go to Chris on line two. Chris, welcome to the program. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Oh, uh, Pastor, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to uh, give a little encouragement to that gentleman who uh, called in earlier, who, you know, who, who had cancer and he was thinking about stopping taking the pills. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I just wanted to say um, I think he had a r really strong testimony. Um, and mm -hmm. I just kind of felt like God is using him in a good, in a great way. Um, mm -hmm. So. I think he, he really encouraged me, and um, I saw a lot of strength in him, and uh, I just wanted to uh, let him know that uh, he he's definitely being used by God in a good way. Well, thanks for calling in and encouraging him, and, and hopefully mm -hmm. he is uh, still listening. So Sure, sure. Hey, and the same with you. Thanks, Pastor. And uh, I hope uh, after this show you'll get a good chance to relax and you know see what God has next for you. So uh, congrats. I appreciate it. Well, thank yes, you. Sir. God bless you, Chris. Of course. Thanks. Good night. Good night. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call is 303-690-3000. We've got just a, a few minutes left in today's uh, show. Also, you can send me a text, 720-336-0897. I'm going to go ahead and uh, take some uh, text questions that have come in. Uh, text says, I am a 36-year-old female wanting to attend Bible college. After reading the Word, I'm wondering if Bible college is an appropriate uh, route for a woman. And I think, yes, absolutely. You know, uh, going to Bible college is really an opportunity to learn God's Word uh, in a greater way. Uh, and God uh, uh, uses men and women uh, for His uh, glory. And I think as we read the Scriptures, the, the only uh, restriction that is given uh, to women in, in ministry uh, is to be a pastor or uh, an elder uh, of a church. Uh, that is uh, clearly given to, to men to be the, the teaching authority, the elders uh, inside of the church. Uh, but there's so many things um, 
that in ministry that are open up to to women to be able to uh, serve the Lord. And Titus uh, tells us for older women to teach younger women, uh, to instruct the the children. Uh, We have um, women on staff at at our church that our ministry wouldn't be what it is without them. So I think uh, your your only uh, restriction is being a, a pastor or elder, but I would encourage you to Go to Bible college, learn the word, and see the calling that God does uh, have on your life. So pray blessing upon you uh, in that. A text uh, comes in, says, Hi, Pastor, please pray for my marriage. Uh, Continued problems. So, yeah, let's pray. Um, Lord, I lift up this listener to you, uh, Lord, who is just continuing to have problems and difficulty uh, in uh, their marriage. And I just pray that you uh, would meet them, that you'd give them soft hearts towards you to one another, that you'd bring life where there's death and bless their Christmas, Lord. Give them direction and give them hope. Uh, thank you that you are uh, the God uh, of the to the hopeless, Lord, that in you there's always hope. So would you bless them and encourage them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, I want to thank you so much uh, for giving me the opportunity to host Calvary Live on Fridays for the, about the last three years or so. I want to thank Pastor Ed and Calvary Aurora for giving me the opportunity to do that. I do it right here in Colorado Springs from a studio in our church. And as uh, I'm just evaluating commitments for the new year, felt the Lord uh, calling me to step back from Calvary Live and focus on things here at Rocky Mountain Calvary. Um, So thanks for the opportunity to host. Uh, Thankful for Pastor Jeff Figgs that will take on Fridays in the new year. Also would like to welcome you to our Christmas Eve services down here in Colorado Springs, noon, 2, 4, and 6 on uh, Christmas Eve. If you're out of town, you can join us on our live stream. And that is rmcalvary.org, rmcalvary.org, and you can join our Christmas Eve services on live stream. Pray that God really blesses your Christmas in the midst of the busyness, in the midst of, of the chaos, that you would remember that you're loved by God, that he loves the world, and take the opportunity to be able to uh, share uh, the love of Jesus Christ with others. Also want to remind you that Simple Truth, uh, our teachings of Rocky Mountain Calvary, are going to continue to be on. Uh, Grace FM at 2.30 Monday through Friday. So thanks again. God bless you. Have a Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.